Hello and welcome to the Lazy Sunday Show. I'm your host, Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Well, today we're bringing it back to Canada, and we're going to talk about one of the provinces that I've had not the greatest of luck with. It's also the only province that French is its number one language. And this province would be Quebec. So I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, I've only been to Quebec a handful of times, but most of the times it's either I'm driving straight through, I would take a train, or I'd have a connecting flight. There's only been a couple of times where I actually stopped in Quebec to do sightseeing, but we'll start from the very beginning. It was back in grade nine when me and my dad decided to take a train ride from Nova Scotia to Ottawa, Ontario. Now, we would go through Quebec, stop in Montreal, and change trains to go to Ottawa. Now, Ottawa and Montreal are not very far away from each other, so that was a short trip. But I do remember the train going through Quebec, and I was trying to sleep, but I was leaning up against my dad because we were sitting in normal seats. We didn't have a little room Uh, at least on the way up. On the way back, we did. So I was leaning up against him, and he was leaning up against the window, just trying to get some sleep. But on the way back, I didn't really realize this, but they stopped the train for a period of time. And I woke up, realized we weren't moving. I thought, okay, well, we must just be at a stop. But I checked the time, and it was like the middle of the night thought, okay, this is really weird. But transferring in Montreal, that was the first time I was ever in a big city. And the only thing I can really remember from the train station in Montreal was the click, 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 click of high heels. Every woman wore high heels in that train station. And it echoed throughout the whole entire train station. It was something that I'll always remember because it was just so different. So many people and so many people wearing high heels back home. You don't see that so much. Even trying to order food from, I think it was McDonald's or Tim Hortons. Uh, Tim Hortons, by the way, is like the Canadian version of Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. I guess it's similar to Starbucks, except maybe not as fancy when it comes to the Uh, coffees and whatnot. But anyways, besides the point, trying to order food in that train station was a nightmare because a lot of people, they did not speak English. So we just had to point and like use our fingers like number one, number three, whatever. But we really had to endure this lack of communication, if you would, was when we drove to Ontario to visit my brother. We tried to fuel up in Edmonston, New Brunswick, which is right on the border of Quebec. And our goal was to drive right straight through, try to get as far as we could on the other side of Quebec before refilling. So we fueled up, we got ready to go. We're driving through and we passed this one town. And it's funny because the name just is ironic. 
It's called Saint Louis du Ha Ha. And it's literally spelt with ha ha with exclamation marks after it. It's real. You can Google it. I wanted to stop off and I've really meant to do it the other times, but I just want to go. I don't want to mess around, especially in Quebec. So we saw that. It was pretty funny, Uh, but we were driving along and we get towards Montreal. Now, thankfully, there's a highway called Highway 30 and it avoids Montreal. But before you had to drive into the city and take an underpass. In this underpass, you had to watch out because you had to take a real quick turn once you got out from uh, the tunnel. And of course, we didn't do that. At the time, I had an old phone that did not have data or GPS. We had old style maps and we were driving around and pretty sure we found like the the not so good places of Montreal. But we stopped, went into the gas station and my, I see my dad trying to explain and they were kind of looking at him weird. And even a police officer was in there and they were looking at him strange. And my dad came out and they said, go to the old highway and okay like where's that at and he said i don't know they didn't they just pointed in a direction so we spent an hour and a half in montreal we were trying to find the damn highway for an hour and a half we finally found a guy who was jogging and we just said toronto and he pointed us And he said, take a right up at the end of this road and go to the bridge and go straight. We went there. We went to the bridge. We went straight. We finally got out of Montreal. When we passed the border of Quebec to Ontario, we pulled over and gave it the middle finger. (laughs) He said, screw that. But each time I've been in Quebec, I've always got lost. The next time I traveled, I was with my friend Melanie thought, okay, I'm going to take a little bit of sleep while I can. I said, Quebec is a very straight drive. Like Once you cross the border, you just head straight, right to Highway 30, take the, you know, the westbound on 30, and you'll go right straight to Ontario. So I thought this was a great opportunity. I maybe slept for about, I don't know, half hour or so. And then I looked up and I said, Highway 30. Okay, cool. And then saw East. I thought, well, wait, what? East is the wrong way. So I kind of came to. I said, Melanie, are we going the wrong way? And she said, no, we're going on Highway 30. And I said, but are we going west? And she said, what do you mean? And we saw another sign. It was Highway 30. East. We ended up taking that highway, but we were going back home. We were turning the wrong way. So we pulled over, uh, we switched, and I ended up finding a way of uh, getting back to the right direction. But every time being in Quebec, we've somehow found a way of getting lost, or it's been that long since the last time we drove, we forget to take a certain exit, It seems like each time we drive to Ontario, we take a different route. 
even one time, I do believe it was on the way back from Ontario, me and dad took the wrong turn and we headed towards the U.S. border. And at that point, we were thinking, all right, neither of us have our passports. We need to figure out what's going on. So we ended up taking some shortcuts and back roads. And we eventually got ourselves back on the highway in the right direction. Now, I sound like I'm bashing Quebec. Really, it's nothing so much against them. It's just at this point, such a poor navigator, especially when it comes to driving. Now, the language barrier is something that uh, I found was a little bit difficult. At the same time, I feel like sometimes it would be like a lose-lose situation because if you try to speak French and you don't speak it correctly, they get upset. It's happened to me a few times. And if you speak English, they don't want to speak English because it's Quebec. They want to speak their language of French. So overall, it's been some trying times there, but some of the real good times I've had was the time where I was driving home from Ontario when I was moving back and I decided to take a quick little detour to Quebec City. And it's a very beautiful city. I've only spent a short period of time because, again, I'd like to, once I'm traveling, once I'm going somewhere, especially driving, I want to get to a certain point at a certain time. But the city was very old, rustic. It was so beautiful. On the way to Ontario, when I was moving up there, I stopped off at Olympic Stadium in Montreal. It was something that I've always wanted to see. Of course, the Montreal Expos, when the baseball team played there, and they also held the Olympics there. But overall, my experience in Quebec has been up and down, but I would like to change that. I've been offered a couple of times to go to Quebec to watch a hockey game with the Montreal Canadiens hockey team. I've hemmed and hawed about it. We tried to plan it this year, but it ended up not working out. Of course, with this virus thing that happened, it also kind of put a wrench in the plans. But someday it would be cool to go back. I would like to see St. Louis do haha. I think that would be funny, pun intended. But also to see more of Montreal, Quebec City, and even different little cities around the province of Quebec. I feel like there's so many cool little historical places that you can go see. And plus up north, there would be a lot of scenery and nature. But again, saying that, I imagine the skill of speaking English would be would be more rare up north compared to near the bigger cities. Some of the things that really intrigue people to go to Quebec is alcohol. For one, you only need to be 18 in Quebec to drink compared to 19 for the rest of Canada. The alcohol there is cheaper compared to other places in Canada. And a lot of people really want to see Montreal because it's almost like the romance city where the nightlife really takes over. 
I've had a couple of friends from Montreal or Laval, which is in the same region pretty well. And it seems to me that people from Quebec are very passionate. And that's probably, you know, the French side of it all. But I feel like going there would be like going to France in a way, right? You get into this culture where it's very, it's almost like you're in another country, although you're still in the country of Canada, but you get that French experience. Even the neighboring provinces, like we stop off in Cornwall, Ontario, which is just past the border of Quebec. And it's still a very, very French community. I would say it would be close to 50-50. I remember one time me and dad, we met up with one of my dad's friends and it was just outside of Ottawa and we stopped off. We had a meal and the waitress was talking English to me and my dad and then French to my dad's friend. It was just so cool how they were switching from English to French to English to French with no hesitation. For me, it would be like a dial-up computer, like recalculating from each language while she was like high speed, like again, English, French, English, French. And this gives me a huge appreciation for someone who is bilingual. People who know multiple languages, it, I'm really jealous of because although I know a little bit of French, I probably know more Danish than I know French probably more Swedish than I know French. Heck, even more Finnish or like Italian than French. But here in Canada, it's mandatory, at least when I was in school, from grade three to grade nine, you had to learn French. Back then, I didn't really have a travel bug. I was just kind of like, oh, French class, boring. But now, looking back at it, I really wish I paid more attention because it could really help in the future. You can travel more. You can go work at an airline or something, and you would already be a step ahead of somebody else who doesn't speak French. You could go to a French country and work and not have to worry about a language barrier. This is one of the things that, for me, I wish I would have concentrated a little bit more on French. I did try French immersion in grade 10 or integrated French as they call it. So like you would speak nothing but French. And I'm pretty sure I said a collective six words out loud the whole entire semester, unless an oral assignment. Honestly, it's great to learn a second language and it's helpful, especially on this sort of level. Like, again, Canada has English, we have French, everything when it comes to products. In fact, it's illegal in Canada to sell something that does not have both English and French. We've had that situation at the store that I work at where we had to send back product because it just had English on it. There's different countries that do this as well. I know that when I was in Slovakia, they had to have Czech and Slovak on the packages. And I assume that's similar with other products in other countries that are similar languages. I imagine in Finland, it'd be Finnish, Russian, or Finnish and Swedish. 
in Switzerland, it would most likely be Italian and German or French as well. It's just something that depending on where you're from, the customs may be different. But unfortunately, we're all out of time for today. I really tried to stretch this episode, I'm not going to lie, because I have not been to Quebec so often, but I have had some experiences there. I don't want to drag Quebec through the mud. I think that it's a very beautiful province, especially driving through. Some people say it's a very boring drive because once you pass that New Brunswick border, it's just a straight drive right through until you pretty well hit Montreal when you can avoid it with that Highway 30 and straight through right to Ontario. But there's so many beautiful farmlands, there's plenty of lakes, there's the St. Lawrence River that you can drive parallel with, and of course the cities. Again, Montreal is a very beautiful city. The nightlife there is what really makes it, and Quebec City for its history. I think it's worth it. I really do. And especially in the fall, the fall and the winter time. I feel like the winter time, it would be, again, more of a romantic time of the year. So I say that if you're interested in having a different type of cultural experience in Canada, I say Quebec's the way to go. This is Thomas signing off. Please stay safe. Remember to wash your hands and have an amazing day.